Are you getting close to the big graduation date and you're finally entering the so-called real world? It is perfectly normal to be scared of life after college. This podcast and CCPD is here to share some real-life experiences and give you tips on how to be successful on this next important step of your life. Welcome to After the Diploma with CCPD. I am your host, Juliana Seabra. I am a graduate with a degree in marketing and currently a student in the master's program, an assistant coach for the men's and women's tennis team, and staff member at the Center for Career and Professional Development here at POST. Today, we will talk with the POST alumni, Jared Zima. Jared graduated with a bachelor's degree in 2020 and master's degree in 2021. He played baseball for Post University for five years while being part of the Post University Honors Program. In 2020, he started his own business, Relief Wax, and developed a unique letter conditioner designed to reduce stress and anxiety for athletes. He won the Post University Entrepreneurship Award in 2020 and was also awarded the 2020 Community Choice Student Entrepreneur of the Year Award and the Community Choice Connecticut Scalable Venture of the Year Award, also in 2020. On top of his ventures, he's also now helping with a few businesses in the area, like Diamond King Baseball and Softball Academy, the New England Knights Travel Baseball Organization, as well as coaching baseball for Post University. Hi, Jared. Welcome to After the Diploma with CCPD. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me. Uh, I am so impressed with all your accomplishments at such a young age. Can you tell us a little bit about your product, your business, and how you came up with the idea of creating Relief Wax? Um, so my product is a leather conditioner. Um, it is uh, meant for baseball and softball players for their their gloves. Um, a lot of times with leather just like your skin, it'll dry out and you need to moisturize it. And so that you use a, a conditioner, but, um, I wanted to do it a little bit differently. So I made something that was scented and uses aromatherapy to calm stress and anxiety. Um, and, uh, it, it started, the idea was kind of a culmination of a lot of different things. Uh, back in high school, I did glove care where I was fixing and relacing baseball gloves because baseball gloves have the tendency to break. And so I got into kind of learning how to best take care of a glove. And, and that was kind of a little self journey I went on to was to find the best products I can use and, um, and, and try and take care of gloves and in, in the best way possible. Um, and around that same time, I was also going through, uh, some battles with anxiety and things like that. Um, and so, you know, a few years later, uh, I was trying out some different product and the, the conditioner didn't have a scent to it. And I thought that was interesting. And then my brain started turning. Why doesn't it have a scent and what kind of scent could be added to it? Uh, and, and so that kind of sparked the idea of relief wax. My mom had kind of introduced me to aromatherapy and I decided why not combine the two between glove care and aromatherapy. A lot of athletes deal with stress and anxiety. And so it, I thought it was a good opportunity to make a product that helps athletes specifically with those problems. 
And uh, having been an athlete myself, dealing with those problems, it just felt it hit almost too close to home. And it was something that I really felt like I had to pursue and, and, uh, and see what I could do. And then, um, you know, after, after a month of kind of sitting on the idea, I went to and started talking to some professors on advice and, and things like that. And, and then I got introduced to Brandon Monty at the entrepreneurship center at post. And, uh, from there, me and, you know, hit with his help, it kind of took off. We, uh, we, after six months of really creating the business, we had product ready to sell on the shelves of a couple of different retail spots in Connecticut. And, you know, I had my website up and, and it was a quick, a, a quick entrance into the market. And, you know, it, it uh, there's still a long way to go, but I'm pretty proud of, of what I've done so far with the business. And, and, uh, but I do, there's a, there is a long road ahead for relief wax to try and keep growing it and, uh, and getting it, getting some more brand recognition within, um, my, my demographic. I think it's a phenomenal idea as an athlete, former athlete myself, we do deal with a lot of pressure and yes, anxiety and trying to deal with school and sports and everything else. You kind of told us a little bit, but I wanted to know, like, how did you begin? Like, what were the first steps that you had to take to start a business? So you said that you had the idea and then you came to a professor at Post? Yeah, so I, I started with the idea um, and, and kind of the concept of Relief Wax. And then, you know, I had... a. a at, at the time I was taking business courses in my, and I was in my undergrad at post. And so I, I asked some professors, you know, different advice on patents and, you know, product development and things like that. And they were all pushing me to the entrepreneurship center. And, you know, I, it was something that was almost brand new to the, they had just started the e-center and, uh, and so I was kind of, you know, not skeptical, but I didn't really know too much about the entrepreneurship center. So, you know, it took a couple of times of them really telling me, Hey, you really got to meet with Brandon Monty. You really got to meet with the entrepreneurship center and, uh, and go from there. And so once I started there, I was meeting with Brandon once, twice a week. And uh, we were really laying the groundworks of the business, the the kind of the building blocks, the, um, you know, really building up the business model so that when I did get a product, it was easy to bring it right into market and, and start selling. Um, it took me, I would say, you know, a, a few months as well, just developing the product itself. Uh I, I had to do a lot of research on how to make leather conditioners, products that are best used for leather conditioners. I had to find where I wanted to, uh, you know, purchase the products from and how I was going to make them into a conditioner. Cause I make all my product at my, you know, in, in my kitchen and in my basement, um, it's all handmade. And, uh, you know, I did, I did a lot of research. I reached out to local apiaries, which are bee farms and, and tried to get locally farmed beeswax, um, and, and just things like that of really finding all the, the right pieces to put into a product 
so that I was really happy and proud of the product. I didn't want it to just be like a gimmicky product where, you know, it smells good, but it doesn't really perform well as a conditioner. I wanted to make sure that the product that I'm pushing, putting out was something that I would use on my own equipment and is something that, you know, as a, as a baseball player, as a, or a softball player, if they wanted a good quality conditioner, they're going to get it from my product, but they're also going to get the benefits of aromatherapy and the stress relief and the anxiety relief. So it was a lot of, you know, really laying the groundworks and, and building up the business model first, and then developing the product in a, in a good product that I was really happy with. And then, um, and then really bringing it and pushing it into, into selling and marketing and branding. Absolutely. <clears throat> and who were your biggest supporters in this process? You, oh. said you had the idea <laughs> and then until you start selling it, like how long does that take? Um, well, so I'd say, I'd say my biggest supporters were, were definitely my family, um, my girlfriend and, and, uh, and a bunch of my teammates, um, you know, the, I, and I mean, post it's the, the university has, has been such a, such a huge help and, and a, a huge supporter as well. You know, uh, they, you know, my family throughout the, the, throughout the entire process has been helping, um, sometimes you know my parents would help me make product if i had to to make another uh, you know remake more more conditioner they they'd be helping me in the kitchen um they've allowed me to use their house and their kitchen as my office and my my workspace and and help me help me with funds and things like that um but uh but post has has kind of uh, been been one of the biggest supporters as well They've, they've helped me, you know, with the, the entrepreneurship center, they've helped me with, you know, marketing and things like that. And, and they're always, you know, supporting and, and whatever resources I needed throughout the entire process. They, someone from post was willing to, to help me and, and help guide and mentor me through the whole process. So, um, I was, I was definitely, you know, uh, blessed with, with the, uh, the timing of the entrepreneurship center starting up right when I wanted to start on my business. Yes. And coming back to the idea. So you had the idea and you had all this time to like make the business plan. And how long did that take until having relief wax selling in the store? Um, so, so I, I, I came up with the idea sometime in December um, and I really sat on it thinking, you know, how, you know, is this something that I really need to do? How am I going to do this? And, uh, and, and really kind of trying to figure all of that out. Um, because I had started a, a glove care business because I'm a glove care, I think beginning of, of, you know, like freshman year, beginning of my undergrad and, um, and I started that business and, and I still, still do it. it. I still run it and um, it does all right. It's not, you know, the, the most or the, the biggest, the highest, most scalable business. It's just kind of me fixing up gloves and, and doing some of those things. So I had a little bit of experience starting a business, but uh, I was really kind of sitting on, on, cause on relief wax. Cause I didn't do anything with product development before. So I was a little bit, 
of a, of a big task ahead of me. I was a little bit, you know, nervous to, to really dive into it and, and do something that I had never done before. Um, but in January is when I started meeting with Brandon to, to really get started. Um, so I would say the start of in January of 2020, I started laying the groundwork and I started working and, and building the business. And then in about six months is when I finally started selling and have had my first sale of product. Um, so it, it took six months really to, to um, build the business and build the product and start selling, which, you know, if you would have, would have told me back in when I, when I thought of the idea of relief wax that I was going to take six months, six months to start selling product, I would have, I would have told you you're crazy. And then there's no way that I'm, I'm going to get it done in six months. But, you know, I had, I had a lot of great help along the way and a lot of people who were, who were assisting and, and helping me. And, uh, you know, we got, we got it done and, and it's, uh, you know, hopefully going to continue for, for years to come. Yes, absolutely. And how I know there's a lot of challenges on having your own business. So how do you stay motivated? Like, did you have any naysayers? I had, um, there was a lot of doubt throughout the process. It's, um, uh, but, um, you know, my motivation, I think comes from the people who I have, who have used my product or the people who have helped me throughout the, the process, um, and their enthusiasm for the product. I, uh, I, I'm good friends with the owners of Tater Baseball, which is a professional baseball equipment company. Um, they started out of their their basement in Waterbury and they started making baseball bats, wooden baseball bats. And now they have about 16 professional baseball players using their products. And uh, I've been I've been good with friends with them for the last few years. And so they um, had also kind of helped uh, use their resources and their connections to help me grow my business as well. And the first time I, I told them about the idea they were, they were, they were hooked. They, they thought it was a great idea. They wanted to, to get involved and help me in any way that I, that I could. And uh, as soon as I had product, they were one of the first ones to say, we want to sell it at our shop. Get, come, come give us some of your product and, and we'll, we'll start pushing it. And, uh, and so, you know, they, they have been, they've been huge for a, a, a company like that to really, love your product and, and be invested and want to help and, and buy product. It was, it, that was a, a huge motivating factor. You know, if, if they like it, who else is going to like it? And, you know, all the, the, the people that I know that have uh, used the product relief wax as, as they've, they've really liked the conditioner part and this, and the, the aromatherapeutic part. So building a product that people like, and people want to use and people are impressed by that's kind of my, my motivation that I have something here. I want to make the most of it. And I want to continue to see how many people I can help with the, the, the anxiety relief. Um, there, there's, there was a lot of doubt throughout the process. You know, is this going to be something that people want? Conditioners are, are not, always recognized as an important 
part of baseball and, and glove care. So a, a lot of people don't know what a conditioner is or it's used for. Um, so it, it was challenging to try and get people to understand what the product is, why it's used, why is it important? Um, but again, having dealt with anxiety and having my own battles with anxiety, I know that there's a lot of players uh, who are also dealing with the same things. And to be someone who ha has a product that can help them cope with it in a healthy way is another factor that I want to, to help as many people as possible. I, I started coaching uh, while I was at post my over, over the summers, my, like my starting my freshman year, I started coaching baseball and one of my players missed a full season because he was dealing with anxiety. He would wake up with anxiety attacks and, you know, he was, he loved the game of baseball, but he just couldn't bring himself to play anymore. And I kind of made the product with him in mind as well. And I gave him some of my, uh, a, a can of relief wax. I gave him some product and, um, he started using it and he loved it. And he, I, I, I would see him every single time he would come to practice, take, take his glove out and use relief wax and kind of use that anxiety relief benefits from it. And, uh, it got him back into the game of baseball. So I was just, you know, the, to see that my product was helping people was, was uh, very, very motivational, kept me going through some of those doubts and, and those times where I was struggling a little bit to, to keep, keep the, the work ethic and, and uh, continue to build the, the, the business. What a great story to see that you are making the difference. It's, I agree with you, it's like the biggest motivation, right? Mm -hmm. Let me do this. So, in your point of view, how did the master's program here at Post help you with your business? Uh, so I did my MBA with a with a, a marketing concentration, and so I really felt like all the all the marketing courses were were a huge help to kind of give me the direction to go in with my marketing. I had learned a little bit and taken some marketing classes during my, my undergrad, but. Um, really being able to dive deeper into into all those things were were huge, and it was uh, it was also great that if if there was ever a project to do in class, whether it was researching a business or making you know doing a marketing plan for a business and and things like that, I was always able to use my my company Relief Wax. So I would you know, we'd have a project and it would build a, you know, let's say it was build a mock uh, marketing plan for the next year for uh, a company of your choice. I would, I would typically ask the professor and say, Hey, I have my own business that I'm trying to get started. Do you mind if I use my business as my, you know, the, for my project? And they would be, would be all for it and, and super encouraging and, and absolutely, you know, that'd be great. You can use you can use it for whatever, and so um, I was doing work for Relief Wax while also doing my MBA, and I was able to really bridge the two between my business and my education. And a lot of the projects that I was able to do, whether it was the market research or or marketing plans or things like that, I was really able to use my business and implement those 
those projects and those those assignments right into my business in real time. Whether so, if I was learning about um, marketing plans, I was able to use that marketing plan as I was developing it for my class for my actual marketing for Relief Wax. So the fact that I was able to tie the two, you know, my business and and my my masters into kind of and put them together and and and, and study while also working on my business, it, I couldn't have, uh, have asked for a better situation to where I could further my education and further my business at the same time. And what does your marketing and branding strategy looks like? Um, so I'm, I'm big on, you know, a social media marketing focus. Um, but the thing with baseball players is they are so uh, superstitious and they're creatures of habit. So going into it and, and going into the, the building the business, my goal was to just get the word out and, and build that brand recognition. Um, but if I could, if I can get a couple baseball players to use it and they like it and they do well and they perform well with it, they're going to keep using it because it, in their heads, it helped them perform well. I was the same way. If there's something, um, the way I tape my wrist or the, or, you know, the way I tie my shoes, if I, if I did well one day, I did the exact same thing the next day. Um, so if I could get a couple baseball players to use it and they start doing well, they're going to keep using it. And other kids are going to ask, Hey, what's that? And they're going to explain it to them and, uh, and, and hopefully build that brand recognition just through, um, through things like that. Um, but, uh, but I did a lot of, of social media advertising as well as, uh, I was in a few different, uh, retail locations. And so I had some, some retail advertising in those places. Uh, and, uh, and so, it was, uh, it's still a work in progress. It's still kind of where I need to grow the business. The most is, is, um, the branding strategy and, and building up brand recognition. But, uh, but I know I knew my demographic was going to be, you know, high school and college baseball players and some professionals and, and some parents are going to want it for their kids. But I knew my main demographic was going to be high school and, and college baseball players and softball players. So they're big on social media and, and most of those players have, have social media accounts. So I wanted to make sure that I was all over social media. And so I've been working hard on growing the social media. And, uh, and then I think, you know, if I can get into different teams, then, then teammates are going to want it and, and continue to, to grow that recognition uh, throughout baseball and softball. Absolutely. And up until now, what were the biggest challenges you faced within your business? Uh, I would say just, you know, doing it all myself, but I, you know, I, I wasn't really doing it myself. I had a lot of, a lot of people that were helping me um, and, you know, post was helping me. My family was helping me friends that, that, knew about starting businesses. Um, they were all really, really helpful throughout the process, but I, I, I started the business in with 
the idea in mind that it was going to be my business and I wanted to run it and do the work and, and, uh, and bootstrap the whole thing. Um, and sometimes my pride can get in the way. And, and while I could, while I could ask for help and I should ask for help on some things that I, I, I find myself wanting to do it myself just for the pride of saying that I did it all myself, but, um, but still knowing that, you know, I have, I have that help if I need it. Um, so there's some times where I just kind of overwhelm myself and, uh, and I don't always ask for help just out of pride, but you know, it, it's, uh, I'd, I'd say that, you know, kind of trying to manage the marketing and the finances and the product development and selling and packaging and shipping and everything like that myself has been some, uh, you know, sometimes difficult and, and sometimes been manageable. Um, but I also started the business mid pandemic. So in 2020, I started the, started the company and was, was meeting with Brandon face to face for, for a couple months. And then we were sent home for the pandemic. So trying to start a business amidst, amidst a pandemic was, had, had its challenges in itself where, um, there wasn't baseball tournaments I could go to and sell the product. At the time I was trying to sell baseball product, there was no sports going on or, you know, there was no softball going on. There was no tournaments or travel, travel leagues or anything like that going on. So to try and sell a product to baseball and softball players when they're not playing baseball and softball was, was definitely a challenge to, to start off those first few months of, of selling product. And so, um, you know, luckily, sports are, are back and, and there are leagues going again, there's baseball, there's softball. And so that, that big challenge has kind of, uh, gone away for, for the most part, but that was, that was hard and difficult at times to try and sell a product to people who aren't playing their sport anymore. Yeah. So we are coming to an end and I have one final question for you. What advice would you have for a young entrepreneur? Um, I would say if you have an idea or if you have a desire to start a business, do it. The, the hardest thing that entrepreneurs are going to face is starting their business. And uh, a lot of the times you get nervous and, and a little bit hesitant and, and it's a, it's definitely not an easy thing to, to look at and, and say, this is the, the course I want to go. But if you just start it and, and ask others opinions and, and help and what they, they think a lot of your questions or a lot of your struggles are going to kind of work out for you. Um, I was, I was gracious enough to with post meet a lot of impressive entrepreneurs that had a lot, uh, you know, a more, much more impressive resume than me, and uh, I would just ask questions and really be a sponge and soak up as much information and as much uh, knowledge as they, they'd be able to give me. And so, you know, if I had to, it, I would say start your business, just do it, go dive into it, and then ask questions because you can never know too much. And, uh, and even if someone you know, their ideas don't work. You're going to learn from it. Um, and, and you can never learn too much. You can never have too much information. And so ask questions, start your business. And it's, it's a lot about resilience, being able to, uh, 
continue to go and, and continue to, tr- to, to push through the tough times because um, entrepreneurship's not easy. There's a lot of doubt. You're, it, it's, uh, it's not a guarantee that you're going to be, that your first business is going to be successful. But if you keep pushing and you keep, uh, keep trying and keep learning from mistakes, then, then I think it's just a matter of time before you're successful. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jared, for coming here and sharing your amazing story. And so inspiring to see you in such a young age accomplish so much. So Again, thank you for having me. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's awesome what you guys are doing at the CCPD. And, and uh, you know, hopefully people are taking note and, and learning a few things from the different guests that you're having on. But I'm just honored to be, uh, to be asked and, and to, be, to have the opportunity to, to kind of talk with you and, and share my story a little bit. Thank you for listening to another episode of After the Diploma with CCPD. Stay tuned for more episodes. Please follow us on social media channels, Facebook at Post University Center for Career and Professional Development and on Instagram at PostCCPD. I am your host, Juliana Seabra. Have a good night.